We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Warning, the Foundation database is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Well, welcome back to Delta Green SCP Files. Sausage links. (laughs) God damn it. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me as always are our investigators. Our our investigators. We're the railroad investigators. Starting with Mark. Hello, my name is Mark. I'll be playing the character known as Arlo Crow. I'm Travis. I'm playing Chaz Smits, FBI agent and asshole. <laughs> Um, Daniel, I play the wannabe NSA agent, Bill Alvarez. I'm Michelle. I'm playing Ilya O'Rourke, the the neuroscientist. Um, Ariel, I play the scientist, Eleanor Maldonado. And with all that being said, let's go over a recap. So last episode, you guys were chasing really bad guy and you your chase led you to the flight line and when you got there you finally got the plane challenged you finally got it opened and a guy jumped out and said there's no one in here and that's where we're going to pick up when the plane explodes into a fiery explosion was that guy still on board he was most definitely ariel i was right by the plane (laughs) you're right by the plane So everyone else is behind cover. Ariel, you are going to need to make me. Is there a dexterity? Yeah. You're going to need. Words are hard. You're going to need to make me a dodge to take less damage from this explosion. I think I'm the safest in this case because I'm still in a a building way far away. Nope. Yeah. No. No, that's 50 over 30. You are going to take 12 points of damage. I have two hit points left. <laughs> I was going to say, are you trying to kill her? <laughs> <clears throat> so as the guy jumps out of the plane or walks out onto the stairwell for the plane and yells, there's nobody on here. The plane immediately explodes. You guys are all thrusted back from the explosion. I'm in an, I'm in an office. Oh, yeah. Hold on. So am I. Yeah. You two are in office. You and him are there, right? Or no, you're in the office with them, aren't you? Yeah, she. Yeah, so it's just you and her. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the soldier steps out on the stairwell of the plane and announces, "There's no one on the plane," and it immediately explodes. Okay. Sends Crow back flying, and fortunately, Doc sends you flying as well, and you take a massive hit of damage from the explosion and shrapnel, and you are lying on the ground, pretty hurt. I figure with freaking bleeding damage, I'm probably going to die in two rounds. Uh, I'm going to get up and go make sure she's okay. 
Yeah, she looks pretty rough right now. Mm, I'll do a first aid on her. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna... This is gonna hurt. But I'm gonna get in my pocket and anything important I have... How many hit points you got left? Two. You're unconscious. I'm unconscious? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. I'm laying there dying. With your <laughs> with your last bits of consciousness, you see Crow come over and try to aid you, and then you're out cold. That's I was going to give him all the important stuff on my body. Mm. And slowly, you begin to bleed out and die. All and right, then Eleanor. you wake up in the driver's seat of a car surrounded by cops. Challenging you out of the vehicle. I'm looking around. Crow comes skirting up behind you again. Crow, you feel like you've done this before. I'm like looking at my hands and checking on squeakers. Everything's fine. Everything's same. So you're in the SUV. And I'm in the... I've you're, got, you're in the panel van full of D-class mm-hmm, personnel. Yeah. Okay. That's not so bulletproof, is it? <laughs> you got a bunch of human shields with you, though. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I'm going to step out and be like, "All right, um, can we just pause for a moment, please? I gotta think about something." Um, well, while you're doing that, the police escort you did get is telling everybody else to stand down. Yeah. I'm going to come out saying, stay away from the plane. Why? I it, mean... Uh, I, I died. I blew... It blew up. Nothing's blown up yet. It's going to. Just, just trust me, old crow. Trust me. Old crow? What the... I know I'm old, but Jesus, no, I didn't mean. Trust me, old crow. <laughs> right, well, I mean, can I see a pilot in the cockpit from here? No. There's not even a pilot on that plane. Where the... And the staircase truck is rapidly approaching no. the plane again. Keep them away. Keep them away. I'm going to hop in my SUV the armored one Mm -hmm. and I'm going to intercept the stair truck okay give me a drive check no it's an 85 over 50 so you try to get in front of the truck and it just a little bit faster than you and it goes past you but they do slam on their brakes because they're like somebody's trying to drive into the side of us so they slam on their brakes, and the cops begin to challenge you out of your vehicle. <laughs> I'm going to tell them, get away from the plane now. So with all this chaos, one of the cops steps out of the patrol car and walks up to you and goes, you need to calm down. So you're trying to tell me there's a bomb on this plane? That's what all of this has been about? I believe so, Yes. Please All right. Well, we need everyone out. We need to get everyone out of here. So everybody back up. So he starts setting up cordon and getting everybody out of the area. He gets you out of the car. He knocks on the window and goes, "We got to go." I'm gonna drive away. Yep. So everybody gets out and they set up this big cordon. And you guys are all outside of it in a safe distance now. 
The cop comes up to you and goes, I need to know what makes you think there's a bomb on this plane? We have been tracking down terrorists. It led us to this plane. What do terrorists do? They blow things up. Now, I know that sounds a little <laughs> meh, but we have high probability that there are explosives on this plane. All right. Well, first off, who are you? Who do you work for? I'm Shona, my bad. So these, this guy goes, cool cosplay. Who do you work for? <laughs> She's with me. I'm flashing my marshal's badge. Okay, so you work at the marshal office. Why don't you just show me the marshal badge? She's an egghead. She doesn't get it. I'm a scientist. She crunches numbers, all right? This is all number-based shit. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to call EOD out here. We're going to get this thing taken care of. Uh, Afterwards, you guys can sweep the plane. I'm going to, like grab her by the arm and pull her aside and be like, what the fuck are you doing? What the hell? Isn't that where they're at? I mean, I know there's no pilots on there, but... Do you... Am I the only one that dealt with that? I saw you coming over to me as I was dying. You were... I mean, I had a little bit of deja vu, but... I mean, shit. It happens once in a while. While you two are talking to each other, I need you both to roll me. Alertness? Yes. Cool. 62 under 71. Cool. No, 59 over 42. Okay. Crow, you do see, as you're looking through the crowd, you see one cop who doesn't have any guns. And he seems to be staring at Eleanor intently. Stay right where you're at. I'm going to walk over to my SUV, keeping an eye on him. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to grab my rifle and sling sling it on my shoulder. Okay. And I'll be right back. And I'm going to circle around, keeping an eye on that one cop, and try to approach him. Okay, he doesn't notice you. He's staring intently at Eleanor. I'm going to walk up behind him and be like, can I help you? And the minute that happens, you're standing right back next to Eleanor. No gun over your shoulder, nothing. But you remember clearly what happened. Eleanor... This seems like deja vu. Something strange is going on. Something is happening. I'm going to walk. Do I see him still? Yeah. I'm going. But he knows he's staring at you now, and he begins to run. The minute you make eye contact with him, he begins to run through the crowd. Going for my car. (laughs) Well, hold on. I'm a better shot. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm I am just, a better shot. I'm just going to kill the SEP. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to run for my vehicle, grab my rifle. And how far is he getting at this point? He's running through the crowd. So you've got a crowd of cops and bystanders and stuff. Yeah. I'll just use my... Fuck it. I'll get in the car and chase after him. <laughs> what are you doing, Eleanor? I'm watching this all. <laughs> She's like, I'm just here for the show. I can't help with much. I can't shoot. So. All right. So you jump in the car mm-hmm. and you're driving after him. Now you drive around the cordon area where you're at and you drive towards that crowd and you see him booking it and he's running straight for a patrol car. 
Uh, I'm gonna floor it for that patrol car. You're gonna slam into the side of it? Yeah. <laughs> With him in between it, hopefully. <laughs> That's how you do it. All right, roll me a drive. 3%, motherfucker. So <laughs> you managed to drive, and as he's getting straight into the driver's side door, you managed to slam into it, jamming the driver's side door shut on him mm-hmm. and completely disabling the car. I'm going to get out. However, you're also going to take three points of damage as you just slammed into the side of his solid very salt car. I'm fine. I'm going to get out my pistol drawn and I'm going to uh, see if he's still awake. Well, he's unconscious for what it appears on the passenger side of this patrol car. I'm going to open the passenger side and drag him out of it. He's he's looking a little rough. <clears throat> he's got a head injury, it seems. <sighs> Possibly some blo- broken limbs. I'm going to cuff him. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to walk over to our, um, our panel van. And I'm going to throw him in it. So when you open the panel van, mm-hmm. the... D-class personnel all kind of look and you happen to notice there is a D-class personnel uniform on the ground. I thought they were all sedated, motherfuckers. So I'm going to throw him in the back and shut the door and wave Eleanor over. I'll come over. Take this back to Chaz. I can't remember his Smiths. Agent Smiths. Uh, and have him deal with these fucking D-class. Understood. <clears throat> right. So we're going to leave you, Crow, and we're going to speed off with Eleanor as she approaches the building where you three are, and you're stepping out. You see the panel van coming up. Yeah. It's all beat up on the front. No. No? No. He used his SUV for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't about to use an unarmored vehicle to do nah. that. Okay. So, Eleanor, you pull up, you throw it in park, and you see them standing outside. Agent Smiths. Yes. I was told by Crow to tell you to take care of the D-class personnel. It appears one of them escaped which I think we have in the back of the... Just use what you use on them. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> so I'm going to open the back of the panel van and see I see someone, what, in a security uniform back there with them? Yep. Looks like a long for uh, some sort of military uniform. Okay. Does he look like any of the other ones? Because these were all multiplied when they were doing their uh, games in the hotel. He does not. Okay. I don't think they were all multiplied. Only one guy was multiplied a bunch of times. Yeah. But you should have a couple variances. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to look at that guy. Look at the rest of them. Um. I'm going to... They're all awake, correct? 
All crammed in the back. All of crammed and awake. Yeah, except for the one who looks pretty battered and broken. Yeah, and in cuffs. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to uh, ask them very politely. Is he a D class personnel? Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, he he was brought in with the original ten. All right, I'm going to close the doors behind me. Um, and execute the one that escaped. <laughs> You're just gonna... Bah! Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, close the doors and are you silencing the pistol or... Well, I... No. <laughs> <laughs> so nope. you're just gonna execute He's him gonna, in the back of this van. He's gonna yep. use somebody else's face to absorb <laughs> those... <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him yeah. through the other guy. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna execute that one. Okay. Um, no look, issue there. He's out cold. Yeah. Look at the rest of them and say you know, you all know the consequences of your actions. So <laughs> I'm going to s- step out, close the van, um, make sure the back doors are locked, holster my weapon, and say now about this plane on the runway. So he steps out of the van after you guys hear this pop. It's not very loud. Just a pop coming from the back of the vehicle. He steps out of the van. Everybody roll alertness. 18 out of 21. Nice. Uh, 16 under 20. Uh, five out of 70. Okay. So everybody but Eleanor sees a uh, little bit of speckle, red speckle on his uh, uniform there. On my... <laughs> Your suit. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna... I've got like an FBI windbreaker. I'm gonna zip it up. <laughs> so he had asked about the plane situation. Oh, uh, yes. well, I'll fill him in on the way to Crow. Okay. Say, can I see the runway? From where you're at, yes. Okay. You can see the runway. I see the plane is still there? Yes. Okay. So it's been grounded. Has it been has it been searched? There is something going on. I believe some sort of SCP is around here. Well, that was the reason we are here. That's yes, yes. Anyways, as soon as they went to search the plane, it exploded. But well, then I died, and I woke up, and it was like time reverse. Mm. All right. We may be dealing with something greater than we were expecting. Um, I'm going to open the back and unshackle two D-class personnel and have them come with me. I believe we have two volunteers to search the plane. Uh, Let them send in, like... Bomb squad. That's not. No, those those young men are well trained and an asset to this country. We have two volunteers here to. I understand what you are trying to do. I'm walking away from her with the both of them. <laughs> are they the same guy? Probably. I don't know. Because remember, you still have some of the same guy. I what were there like 20, 20, yeah. 20 of them crammed in the back. And yeah. ten look the same, or eleven so look the same. Two of them. Two of them. Did these two do look the exact same? Yes. I'm walking. I'm walking towards the airfield with them, General. 
Yeah. Uh, we will be searching this plane. Please, if the th- if uh, what my what compatriot says is true, you may want to have some of your personnel move further away if it does explode. <clears throat> well, we've got an effective cordon established at the moment, so Perfect. you've got trained personnel. We'll allow the FBI to take control of the scene. Yes. So. Kind of odd that they're in orange jumpsuits, but, you know, whatever. With blood splattered. I don't question the FBI. <laughs> yeah, they've got blood splattered all over them. <laughs> it's Kool-Aid they spilled this morning, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Someone insisted on feeding them cheeseburgers in the back of that van, and they've got ketchup everywhere. <laughs> they were never fed, by the way. Where'd you get the cheeseburgers at? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm walking them to towards the airfield, towards the plane. Okay. And letting them know, you search this plane, you come off the plane, give me the information, and one of you will be set free. They both look kind of excited at one another. Uh, Okay. Okay. So they run up the stairs. They search the plane for a little bit. About 10 minutes goes by. They step towards the stairs and they yell out. Nothing here! And then it explodes all over again. I know what it's happening. Anytime you say there's nothing in the plane, that's when it explodes. <laughs> However, the explosion does not reset this time. All right. And it, all we're left with is debris falling from the sky and a fiery plane. And an odd res- red mist settling down somewhere. <laughs> Well, there's no reasoning with a madman. <laughs> they did their job. No, it, a madman did blow up that plane. You're correct. We've got to find this madman. We will do our job to the best of our abilities. You, I can tell, you aligned yourself to be friendly with D-class personnel and other entities that should be contained, which is fine for you, but I go by the book. D-class personnel were detained for a specific reason. Those two fulfilled their destinies. <laughs> you realize they're still human beings, correct? Those two are no longer human beings. <laughs> That's true. They are kind of gone with the wind, so to speak. Do you know why any of the D-class in the back of the van were detained? It doesn't matter. I'm going to pull out a notepad <laughs> and I'm going to start going through. Oh, uh, D-Class 003A was convicted for assault on multiple children under the age of 15. Let's go find out if if he's ready to be a uh, 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 helpful member of society. Should we see if he wants to be a substitute teacher somewhere? Let's release him back into society, or shall we use him to benefit society? I said... I'm closing the notebook and walking away. <laughs> There's Damn. no reasoning with that bad man. I thought I was an asshole. <laughs> and I'm just... I'm mumbling D-class. D-class personnel. D-class personnel. For a reason. You, you don't reason with a madman. How many madmen are in the back of that van? Correct. Many. I'm looking 
at you and I'm like, do you understand where I'm coming from? I kind of see both sides. Like, I'm throwing my hands up <laughs> and just walking off. I'd like to scan the tarmac just to see what I can across the, because somewhat like, there's got to be something somewhere. That plane just can't be empty. So. All right. Go ahead and roll me a alertness search. Search. It's a 14 under 40. So you don't see anything out of the norm around the area. Besides a blown up airplane. Besides a blown up airplane, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to walk back to them. Be like, well, looks like a cold trail. I had thrown my hands up and left earlier, so. Yeah. I'm probably standing by the van. Okay. Roll me an alertness. Oh, that's a 27 under 42. Ooh. So you, however, standing by the van, see on the other side of the van, there is a female who is charging towards Crow at this moment. Looks like she has a Bowie knife in her hand. Is she close to Crow? I'm trying to think of where they, they are at together. No, she's about, I'd say about 50 feet away from Crow. Can I try to tackle her? You can. Go for it. As I'm screaming, Crow, watch out. <clears throat> I really need my sheet now. <laughs> uh, when I hear her scream, Crow, watch out, I'm going to turn around and... Do I see this lady charging? You do. All right, I'm going to pull out my Glock and uh, fire at this lady. Well, you see her charging, and you also see... Eleanor. Thank you. You see her charging, and you also see Eleanor charging towards her. Yeah, how far apart are they? I'd say they're about 10 feet apart. So Eleanor is going to be on her as soon as that gunshot. 40 out of 40. <laughs> so yeah, you tackle her. Are you still shooting, Schmidt? I'm going to fire in the air. Okay. So you tackle her. You, you All of you stop and hear a gunshot. I draw my pistol. And you've got her tackled to the ground and pinned. And she's screaming murderers at the top of her lungs. I'm... To the best of Eleanor's ability, because we all know it's, she's a scientist, not a fighter. She's just going to keep her pinned until somebody comes and, you know, helps her because she's nothing. I'm going to move closer, about 10 feet away, and I'm going to say, all right, Eleanor, let her up. <clears throat> and if you move... In that spot on the ground, I'll put a bullet through you. I'll do as he says. Okay. Well, as soon as you get up, you are going to take three points of damage as you get shot through the shoulder. Three points of damage as I get mm -hmm. shot through the shoulder? From my own gun? From your own bullet. By shot into the air? Mm-hmm. They fell down in the same trajectory and hit me? Nope. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Uh, I will give Crow and Eleanor an ability, our chance to roll for alertness for this, though. Yeah, I got it. What'd you get? 62 under 71. 
Nope. You notice her eyes glow green, really bright green, and then you hear Schmidt yell, Ah, son of a bitch! I've been hit! Who, who shot you? I'm going to, like, not take my eyes off of her, but, like, look around. Who's else got a gun so, besides me? Wait, wait, how much damage did you say I took? Three. And I've got a Kevlar vest of three. Oh, so then it, you so, take no damage. You just but feel... But it just fucking hurt. Yeah, it fucking hurt. Well, did it come from behind me? In front of me? Can I tell? Well, can't really tell. Can't really it tell. Push me forward or backwards. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> came from the front of you. Okay, I'm gonna. I've got my fire, my firearm drawn, and I am kind of scanning the horizon in front of me. Somewhere, somewhere in front of me, I uh, someone opened fired, opened fire. Can't talk. I'm very confused. I got hit. So as you're all standing there trying to figure what happened, she stands up, grabs the knife from the ground. I'm gonna pull the trigger. Go ahead and roll. It is 16 under 60. Go ahead and roll damage. Eight damage. You take eight damage, Schmidt. God damn. So your vest will deflect three of that. Three of them, so I've got five damage. As you fire point blank at her, bullet disappears. Nothing hits her? Nothing hits her. Do I get, do I feel getting hit? Yep. Or do I get hit at, do I I feel getting hit in the chest? Where'd you aim? Dead center mass. So dead center mass of your chest. All right, I'm going to holster my firearm, and I'm going to take off sprinting towards this woman. Okay. After I saw him shoot her, she's fine, and I got hit, and I took some damage. So she's going to start sprinting towards you. All right. Do you announce that you got shot again? You probably would have heard me scream, but I'm going to say, ah, Marshal Crow, do not open fire again on this woman. Um, who's she sprinting towards now? Towards Schmidt. Schmidt. Huh, I'm going to pull out my like asp, like collapsible baton, and start striding up to the fight that's about to happen. <laughs> okay, Schmidt, you guys are within ten feet of each other. Okay, I'm going to uh, tackle her. Okay, and she is going to attempt to stab the shit out of you. Okay. I got five out of 80 for unarmed combat. Yeah, you beat her. She got 75. (laughs) All right. So Um, she goes to stab you, and you completely block it. Okay, I'm going to restrain her to the best of my ability. How big is she? She's dainty. Okay, yeah, I'm going to restrain her. Um, Crow. Yeah. Uh, Cuff. Cuff this woman. Mm, I had my cuffs on the guy I threw in the back. Let me go grab him. <laughs> so I'm going to go grab cuffs out of my van or SUV and bring them. She's just screaming as loud as she can. Murderers! What is she wearing? She is wearing a military uniform. Uh, I'm going to call for an officer, somebody, come over. Okay. Well, while you guys are dealing with that tussle, I need Eleanor to roll me an alertness as she's watching this. 91 over 42. 
damn. She, the wind kicked up some dust into her <laughs> eyes. Ha, ha. So, okay, so you've got her restrained. You're going back to the vehicle to get the cuffs. What are you doing, Eleanor? Well, according to my alertness, I'm staring at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty birdie. All right, so you get your cuffs back. I've been leaning. Who exactly do you think we murdered? My brother. Who is your brother? I'm looking around. It was Craig, man. (laughs) Marvin. Your brother Marvin. I don't know who Marvin is. You should. You murdered him. When did we murder Marvin? You put a bullet in the back of his head. When? You've got to be more specific. You don't even remember when you kill people? How many people have you killed? You piece of shit. The line of duty calls for hard decisions to be made. And one of those is murder. When did I murder Marvin? You just did in the back of that van. Oh, Marvin. D-class personnel. He wasn't whatever that is. All right. I believe we have another D-class personnel we need to restrain. (laughs) Okay. Another escapee. Uh, are you sure this one's D-Class? Well, she claims to be related to one of the D-Class that had to be decommissioned in the back of the van. Ah. So, once we get her properly restrained, I'll go through and see if which D-Class personnel had the name Marvin. What was his last name? You murdered him, and you don't even know who he is. You're a bigger piece of shit than I ever knew. So murderers should know someone personally. You keep calling him a D-class. What is that? Are you sure you're in the military? (laughs) Absolutely. And during war, you personally know everyone that you need to attack. She just kind of stares at you like, damn it. What is Marvin's last name? She just kind of looks down at her uniform. Okay, I'm going to look down and see what her last name is on her uniform. Schmitz. Schmitz. (laughs) So I'm Schmitz and they're Schmitz. All right. This isn't going to get confusing no. at all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Crow, where are we at on these on the handcuffs? Um, assume I'm approaching by now with handcuffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cuff her. <laughs> all right. I'm going to walk away. And the earpiece that I wear that's connected to the SCP Foundation, hmm. I will say, this is Smith's. I need... Information on D-Class personnel, Marvin Schmitz. few moments go by. Mm-hmm. There's no information on a D-Class personnel by the name of Marvin Schmitz. Please refer to military personnel information for a Marvin Schmitz. We have six 
Marvin Schmitz in the U.S. military. Anyone stationed in Illinois? One. One. And his sister is also stationed at the same base. Please cross-check. Cross-reference. That's affirmative. All right. One Sarah Schmitz. Sarah Sarah Schmitz. Sarah Schmitz shits. All right. Thank you. I'm going to stand her up and start taking her over to the van. I'm going to stop. Sarah Schmitz. Your brother was Marvin. And Marvin was caught in the line of duty. I thank you for your service and his loss. I apologize. Now we need to know why Marvin was running and why you seem to be able to deflect ammunition from yourself onto someone else. That's not how it works. And I can't do anything. And about that time, Crow, you feel something cold and metal around your wrists. As you look down, you're handcuffed. And she takes her hands out from behind her and spirit fingers in front of you. Uh. She goes, that's how my mom's ability works. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tune in in two weeks. This is the O5 Council. We'd like to thank you for taking the time to attend this briefing. If you have any further questions, you can contact us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links are in the show notes below. Until next time, keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, and await further instructions. O5 Council out.